Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Ever Adventurers, and welcome to our chat. Say what now? Our chat. Yeah, our chat. I've got no chat. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. <laughs> In this episode, the cast and myself say hello, cast. Hello, hello. cast. Cast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool enough to come up with that myself. Elle and Josh are going to kick back and talk about the first arc of this first season. I have noticed that a lot of people online have been saying, oh yeah, congratulations on uh, the end of your first season. Like, no, 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 no. We're still on season one. This is just the end of the first arc. Imagine, uh, to the nerds out there, uh, Dragon Ball Z, like they had multiple arcs in their big long season. That's how I imagine this podcast to be. We're going to go through our episodes talking about things we liked and didn't like and if the cast have any questions for me then I'm more than happy to answer them but before we begin L Josh how's it going it's good yeah it's good yeah not too bad I think it's it's strange to um to be here without Charlotte and Michael yeah I, I feel like we should just point out that they just chose not to be here because they're rubbish and we don't like them. And Michael will hear this on the recordings and Charlotte won't because she's never listened back to an episode. <laughs> I think she stopped after like episode 10. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh no, she does listen to the episodes. I see it on her phone. Like she shows me that I have been listening to them. Is that like... your interpretation, impersonation of Charlotte? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Charlotte, when or if you hear this, Tweet it, uh, not tweet, we don't, we don't tweet, do we? And no, it's not we even don't. Twitter anymore. Charlotte, if and when you hear this, um, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook to prove that you have heard it. And if not, we're going to assume you haven't. Yep, that's, that's, uh, that's risky, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see in two weeks' time when this episode comes out. Because we, rec- we always record, like, in batches. We always do it much ahead of time. So we're, like, what, like, five episodes in front at the moment in the series? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. about five yeah. or six, yeah. Yeah. 
at this point, we're, we've got five more episodes in front of us, and hopefully we will stick to that. Fingers crossed, touch wood. Yeah, yeah, touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Question yeah. mark. I think one of the biggest challenges of the podcast is actually scheduling a time where we can all be in the room together. Yes. As most DMs know, like getting people together to actually play your games is a nightmare, and it's no different for a podcast. Yeah, I like I think I know I've seen online and stuff a lot of other podcasters can relate to this as well where it's just struggling to find the time for everyone to be in the same place at the same time even if it's um podcasters that do all their stuff virtually as well like oh, yeah. making sure that like as many people are there as possible you know we've been very lucky of when cast have not been there that we've been able to work around it, like when I was absent at the beginning. Uh, let's let's talk about that when we get to the okay. episodes, okay? Mm. All right, so let's get straight into it, shall we? Episode one. So right at the beginning, Incipia. Originally our test episode. What I like to say are Yeti days, because we were only <laughs> using... We're only using one microphone, the Blue Yeti, around the table, and that's why the audio was such bad quality. It wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. It it did the job. It did the job. It did the job. Until we've got the equipment we've got now. But yeah, oh, that was we were all crowded around a little table. Uh, the same table we're sitting around right yeah. now. Um, Full circle. Uh, exactly. And we were all like literally trying not to like put our glasses too close to this microphone sitting in the center of the table. Um, I was eating a lot of grapes. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was a lot carrot of... batons. Yeah, it was a whole like fruit and veg fest. It was. We yeah. were healthy. Not, I mean, not as healthy today, but <clears throat> yeah, definitely not. We don't have popcorn or minstrels in front of us right now. Other chocolate brands are available. And pop, well, popcorn's just popcorn. <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> we'll popcorn take all or the minstrels. No, all the chocolate. Any all the chocolate. chocolate. All the any chocolate. chocolate. I think everyone knows who what a minstrel is. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know if you meant you want popcorn to sponsor us or minstrels. I prefer minstrels. I prefer minstrels. I mean, love a good bit of popcorn, but. Mm. So, what do you guys think of our test episode? Like, what were you expecting going in? What did you create for your character before you stepped into the room? I know Charlotte literally made up her name and character as she walked in. Yeah. Hence why she made herself a princess. And I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was interesting because... Like, the only time that I had played, um, like, D&D previously, it had been long quests. Like, we'd be sitting and playing for, like, five hours. So to try and get some, like, a part of it in, like, a short space of time. So I felt like we had, like, pretty good energy because we all came in. It was, like, brand new. We didn't really know what we were were doing. And I guess my sort of biggest memory from, from that was just literally, like failing at like everything like literally (laughs) selena was so crap like she just couldn't do anything at all i mean you you almost died so yeah yeah that was unexpected but you did do an incredible one punch tip tip punch the tip punch which hasn't come back no has not come back you haven't Mm. done a tip punch in a while maybe we need it in the second part in the second arc like tip Mm. punch might need to come back yeah oh 100 percent. yeah i think it was a little bit like it was weird because yeah we've all played like your homebrew dnds that you know we all um love but like doing it in front of a microphone was 
definitely a brand new experience for all of us and and jake told us it was an audition yes <laughs> yes originally it was meant to be this audition um well, process yeah originally because in our in my homebrew we had so many people that used to play i thought that i would be i thought we would have so many more wanting to be part of this but surprisingly there wasn't but now which i find hilarious now that the podcast is out and it's been out for a little while, I'm now getting people going, oh, can I be a guest? Or, oh, is there any room for me to join the main cast and stuff like that? And I'm like, where were you like a year ago? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are we not Christ. good enough then? No, 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 not at all. I, I, no, 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 no. I incredibly lucked out with you for, honestly, absolutely lucked out with you guys. But yeah, it is just crazy the fact that now it's a natural thing. Like the the options now are ridiculous. So hopefully we'll be getting some more guests on in the future. Mm. Mm, I I think it also boosts people's confidence as well. Because like going back to sort of like thinking about, oh, I need to speak into a microphone and this is being recorded and being out to the world. Um, yeah, it seems a little bit daunting to begin with, but then once you get into it, it just feels almost like natural. It just, just feels like you're playing D&D, but just like, oh, I need to speak into a microphone. Yeah, like even like now when we're recording, though, you're like very conscious about leaning over the mic and like Jake keeps on pushing Josh's head closer to the microphone the entire time. not close enough. <laughs> Fix your body, tense it up wow. so you don't move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, yeah, so it was fun. I think it um, it was quite nice to do something that was quite like fast paced. Whereas obviously when we've played homebrew and stuff, we quite often have like eight players. So it just takes forever to get around to doing anything. So it was really nice to be like snappy, like boom, 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 go through things. Yeah, 100%. I remember one time we were playing um, one of your homebrew sessions and it took us like an hour and a half to get out of an alleyway. Like, yeah, just, that sounds about right. one little alleyway where all we had to do was like jump down like a uh, drain or something. And we just didn't because we were too busy <laughs> faffing around. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely does happen. I think every DM out there can relate to that as well. For the, the... I think it's always weird, though, because like in the homebrews we've had, it's always very slow at the beginning, especially if you involve a tavern, which is such a trope <laughs> in itself. Everyone wants to explore everything there, and the DM's just like, no, 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 I just want you to get to this point so we can move the fuck on. But once the ball gets rolling, like, it gets faster and faster. Like, I've noticed in some of our episodes, like, um, one of the recent ones that I edited, episode 24, which is not out yet, obviously, it takes a little while for everyone to sort of get into the rhythm. But once they hit that point, it's just like boom, 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 boom. Like fireworks just go off. I think sometimes as a player, you're trying to visualize everything that's going on and go and thinking about, right, what would my character do? And I know people like Charlotte, for example, very good at like very quickly having like quick reactions. Yeah. Um, whilst like myself, I'm really bad at just getting drawn into other <laughs> what other people are doing. And then it's like, what does Sam do? And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I need to think of myself. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Sam's a character. In oh this. yeah, I'm here. I'm not just like chilling and listening to everyone. Um, so yeah, but it is good fun. I mean, you said that starting off in a tavern can sometimes be an utter ball ache. So were you worried that our first episode, which was our tester episode, starting in a tavern, would have the same effect? Well, that we would be like, I don't know, by the bar for like two and a half hours. 
Well, the reason why I wanted the test episode to be set in a tavern is because of that very reason. Like, I know that people like to explore and find out what, everything about it. And I was just like, I might as well just keep it all in a bloody tavern and just let you guys play and do whatever you wanted to do. Like, I had lots and lots of different scenarios of what you guys could have done. And you guys didn't do everything. Thankfully, you found all the bits and pieces that I wanted you to find. That I thought would have like engaged you into going. Okay, I'm curious to what's the rest of the story is going to be like when you found the 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 skeleton in the well, for example, and it had the robes of the, the greater evil, handy. which handy. which I still haven't worn yet. And handy. I haven't put I haven't put the robes on yet. Have you got the robes? I've got the robes. Yeah. Of greater <laughs> evil. Since episode Since one. Episode one. <laughs> and literally, we've not done anything with them yet. No. And um, I, f- I forgot you had them. Like, for example, like in the first episode, I didn't call it the greater evil, I called it the greater darkness. And I was just like, it was only until after the episode that I edited, I was just like, I don't like that name. I've, I, I want it to be similar, so I just called it the greater evil instead. And I was just like, yep, that'll work. But then we're like, oh yeah, let's use this episode. And I was like... Oh shit! No, no, no. <laughs> oh no! Controversy in the episodes immediately. But yeah, I just wanted the playground for you guys. But then, how how do you feel the first episode went? Like, because evidently it was we were going to re-record episode one, and it was just a trial. But then you took the decision that we were going to keep episode one as the first episode. I personally really like sort of natural reactions, and I think it's. I think our audience can connect with us, like especially when, like when I when I'm reading my scripts and I'll say something wrong and then you guys rip the shit out of me. I I like that sort of stuff. It makes us more human, and I feel like it makes us uh, connect with our audience better because there's lots of D and D podcasters out there that literally only put their jokes and the actual story and the best bits into it. They don't put their failures into it, and I think. I think it's missing that as well. Like, yeah, it's great to listen to a story uh, when there are people, other people playing podcasts. But I think, I think, I hope anyway that we connect with our audience better because, like, we're just people playing in the end with some microphones in front of us. That's it. Like, we're. I, I'm hoping that the people that play homebrews uh, have the exact same experiences as us. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. There. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. I always find like when I listen back to the episodes, some of my favorite moments are just um, the random little side conversations that we have. Oh yeah, the rants. Um, like when um, we were recording the Valentine special and Amazon arrived. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, you could not have timed that more perfectly. We'll, we'll, we'll go yeah. into that when we get to the episode, but I will say this now. The Valentine's Day special is still my favorite episode Mine of all too. time. I it was one of the it. most chaotic, <laughs> things like it started off well and then it just went into utter madness but in a good way but yeah we'll we'll cross that when we get there Shall we go on to the next episode yeah, yeah definitely so chapter two what's in it for me now first of all say this to anyone but this was potentially going to actually be our first episode originally so um, we, I guess we would have already have met by that point then. I was going the intro was going to be a little bit different. Okay. So when I first wrote uh Incipia and then I started writing What's in it for me chapter 2. I had to rewrite it very quickly beforehand because we decided to use uh, Incipia as our first episode. It was going to be the whole typical again a trope of like someone bursting into the tavern like um 
asking if there's any adventurers to help him in this problem and then this group would have formed from there but i'm glad that didn't happen because i think like the the development of each character in Scipio or had already started like i think you guys were learning as you played and i think you still are learning as you play about your characters oh yeah oh yeah 100% but Talking about natural reactions, we actually lost episode two. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, if I remember correctly, this is the one that we re-recorded. Yes, this is the yes. one we re-recorded because I was an idiot and I wasn't. I, did, I had no idea what I was doing with the equipment. I wasn't even surprised that we even got episode one done, let alone doing this episode. I was so upset. I remember that being so upset. But we did uh, reschedule and we did re-record it and it came out better. Well, we literally recorded, what, like a day later or two days later? One or two days later, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's the the nature of working in technology as well. And, like, learning on the go is that sometimes these things happen. It happened recently. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. It did happen recently. Um, But, you know, these things happen, but we band together and, you know, make sure that we support as much as possible. And I... I still think that our second time of recording it was much better. Yeah, I felt like there was less pauses, like, because um, probably, I mean, well, hope, well, actually, in reality, you guys don't hear all of the pieces that are cut out of the episodes where it's basically us faffing around going, I don't know what we should do. Oh, I don't know what we should do. Jake, can you explain what's happening? I need so, to do maths. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God, there was a lot of maths. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to try and work out what year it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was lots and lots of maths to work out what year it was. Um, and like so, all of that has been is, is cut out. So hopefully you don't hear the um, the awkward silence and pauses yeah. um, and confusion. But I think the weird thing is as well when we recorded second episode the second time around that pretty much what we did in the first one, especially with our roles, pretty much matched up to the second time as well, which is really weird. Yeah, not much changed. No, really. not at all. Not at all. I think it, the only things that changed was ever so slightly how we rolled against the imps. But even that didn't change that much at not all. Not the overall outcome, no. No, no. no it happened pretty much, pretty much identical. I think Sam did something a little bit cooler in the original Sam one. and cool in the same sentence. Yeah, I know. Hey. But well, that was the, that was the downfall. Then you know, it, it was, <laughs> I peaked way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is the episode where you guys went into the marshes to find the rat catcher. We had that song. We yes, Charlotte did that song straight off the dome, which I was very mm. impressed with. I thought that was going to continue throughout the whole series, but it seemed to have died out very very quickly. <laughs> well, she adds them in every now and then. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's yeah. she was yeah. It was very. It very needs to make more of a comeback, although she's kind of going away from the bardiness now, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, a is. little bit. Yeah, but the brood. Yeah, the brood. The brood. Yeah, or she's the defi- druid. I prefer druid. She's definitely enjoying her uh, druid powers now. Woof. I think another cool thing um, to mention about that. Well. People might find it interesting. So the name, what's in it for me? Yes, yeah. I was going to go on to this next. <laughs> so um, basically, we all met through doing um, amateur dramatics. And what's in it for me is the name of a song for a show that all five of us were actually going yeah. to be in. The only time all five of us were going to be in a show together. Yeah, crazy, right? It was a musical, uh, a, a, a sort of a new musical called um, For Love or Money. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that was the title of one of the songs from from the show. And yeah, because of COVID happening, we never got to no. ch- uh, do the show. No, the show got cancelled, what, literally like 
two weeks before lockdown started. Yeah, it was due to open on the, I think it was like the 1st of April. Yeah, like, so literally yeah. fresh into the lockdown in the first pandemic. Yeah, so I think, um, so that was quite funny. Um, Sorry, the first lockdown in the pandemic, not the first pandemic. Uh, yes, yeah, the first one, yeah, well, <laughs> it feels like there's been a million of them. Yeah, but yeah, for, um, so in, in the UK, I think we went into lockdown, was it on the 23rd or 24th of... It was, I think it was on Mother's Day, actually, yeah, where it got announced by Mr. BJ. Hmm. But yeah, so then our show got cancelled. Um, yeah, and we were never to, never to perform it. And instead, we went on to Zoom and we did a couple of um, D and D sessions, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That's mm. that's where the idea for this came from, actually, from doing those. Um, we did about what about six or seven. Yeah, sessions? we did a lot. Yeah, long nights. Like we yeah. were probably started at like six p.m. and finished at like one a.m. Like they were they were long old seven hour sessions where we were playing the D and D. But it was all preparation for creating Bardane because. Um, Gael has always been the planet that I've built my D&D world on. And there's this place called the Kingdom of Mar, which is actually on Gael, but won't be won't be in season one or season two. Maybe season three, if it ever happens. In 2032. Yes, when, when we're all very old. Well, I'm definitely very old. Same, same. No comment. We all stare at Josh because he's, he's, he's a couple of years younger. We'll go couple. I like that. Yeah. I appreciate that, actually. Yeah. Yep, I am the youngest cast member. Yes, yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Ten years younger than myself. Yes. No co- <laughs> I don't know no how to react to that. A lady never reveals her age. No. <laughs> forever. That's why they call it Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So, yes, episode two, you guys go into the marshes, um, you meet the rat catcher, and he tells you about the first spire, and he uh, flashbangs you there. Yep, yeah, it's still funny. Flash- even it's to still this- funny, though, yep. Uh, oh. <laughs> that, that intro. <laughs> but that was ep three, wasn't it? It is, yeah. yes. So, chapter three, Ratty Bastard, which was named because L kept on saying it. Oh, he's a ratty bastard. I really still hate that. Actually, little... after, oh. I will be this. After a while, I was actually relying on you, L, to name our episodes by saying something <laughs> they were uh, within, within the recording. Yeah. Because, uh, a lot um, of the titles are based on what you've said. Yeah, because um, that I guess I did say what's in it for me. I think yes, ratty bastard, yes. and then ding, ding dong, dong dash. dash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is episode, it was chapter four. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention our new cast member in episode two as well. Actually, what? Why? Who, who was that? The the owl. Yes, introducing Barney into the show. Whereas uh, Josh wanted a companion animal, and I gave it to him. Yes. In the most negative way possible, by yes. shooting him. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's never had a smooth sail since. No. No, no he really your, hasn't. Yours, your, your relationship with Barney has not been smooth. But then again, I, don't, I didn't want it to be. Like, what's, where, what's the fun in having an NPC companion that is just compliant from the word go? I like the fact that you're like fighting for this relationship. It sort of evolves you as much as anything else. Yeah, I've I have actually enjoyed sort of almost becoming friends and then we're not, and then we are, and then we're not. Like this almost like yo yo of frenemies. Fr- frenemies. And I think 
that's almost the same with the cast as what like the actual frenemies frenemies well. <laughs> yeah we hate it's, each other most that, of the time yeah, is that um you know from the word go we haven't been like the best of friends and you know like basically we're talking about the characters by the way yeah, yeah, audience. Yeah, not, not not oh i think we're talking about us life. i was gonna be really upset <laughs> <laughs> no i meant the characters <laughs> I was like, like the cast yeah you know we started like that and i was like I didn't know this. <laughs> that's been going on behind my back for years. <laughs> no, no, that's the character. It's not the cast. No, it's the cast. We all love each other, and yeah, we're all friends, and we've been friends for years. And yeah, yeah, so, you know, we've almost been friends ten years. Yeah, it's true. Oh, makes me feel oh. Yeah, no comment on age. No comment. No comment. <laughs> Forever twenty-one. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's been nice that you know, as characters, we've not been buddy buddy from the word go we've had like a rocky relationship and i think that also helps because we've been quite banterous with each other throughout the whole entire thing and you know i think our characters have definitely developed into liking each other more as the arc went on it's like how um selena and martina were very much against each other for a long old time yeah, during good few the first episodes. Arc. Yeah. yeah but then started to sort of like we bonded over, bond. yeah, over how idiotic the other members of the, the team were. <laughs> <Hi. Yeah. laughs> we had this like mutual disdain. You had the mutual eye roll yes. <laughs> of disgust. And I think through that we've uh, yeah, grown uh, yeah, closer, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then especially like um, Martina and Mossy and their sort of caregiver <laughs> relationship, um, I think is really sweet as well. It's like, yeah, like Charlotte's character is almost like m- the mother to... Michael's character Mossy and it's it's quite adorable actually yeah yeah definitely so yeah during uh chapter three ratty bastard you guys chase down the rat catcher you go into a spider cave you burn them all alive you felt bad about that (laughs) it was yeah it escalated more than I thought I thought we're just gonna scare them away not literally destroy a whole colony of spiders uh, oh yeah, because all the eggs burst and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, found them and, you made, and you made the little. They were yeah. they were gonna they were gonna kill you. I mean, it, it was a bit of a massacre. Let's be honest. And then the blue tinted dagger appeared. It did. This is the it first did. appearance of the blue tinted dagger. Uh, so I was I feared the dagger a little bit when it became blue because I was like, is this dagger going to be evil? If I use it, what's going to happen? So I was kind of, I was apprehensive. It took me, it took quite a long time to actually use the dagger um, for the first time to work out what it's, what its abilities were. Like I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe it was going to like sense magic or be connected somehow to like the greater evil. And I was a bit apprehensive about what it was actually going to, going to do. So Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, um, I, I I would say this now. Like I, we, we don't want to introduce new things like that because in the end, it's just it's an imaginary game where like nothing's real. So I would I, I personally would lean into it regardless what it is. It's like um, how I, a lot of uh, other podcasts and other groups well, like when they gain money, they're like, oh no, we gotta keep this, we gotta keep this, not spend it, not use it. And it's imaginary money. Just use it. If you need more money, I'll introduce ways of you guys getting more money and stuff like that. Like, I I personally would lean into it and push the DM. If I was playing, for example, I'm dying to play so much. (laughs) 
I personally would try and lean into it and see how far you can push to get it. Because, again, it's early days. I'm not going to kill you. I almost died in episode one. Yeah, and I'm glad you didn't because that would (laughs) have been awkward. (laughs) I have also almost died. Yeah, you fell down. Was that the end of episode? Oh, when you you drowned. When you went to the abyss. Uh, Yeah, I've been to the abyss. I've almost drowned. I fell down a giant hole when we went to Mistvale. But yeah, we we've been through some trauma as characters, not as people. Yes, then you had then you went into the spire stump that was buried underground and you did a little blade puzzle and then you found the hero's room and harmony appeared. Woo! Who's not Irish? <laughs> <laughs> So then we lead on to chapter four, Ding Dong Dash. Ding Dong Dash. Ding Dong Dash. I think we should probably take this opportunity to discuss some of the responses we got from people about what they call Ding Dong Dash. Oh yeah, so there was a lot of people that supported Knock Knock Ginger because that's the correct terminology. I mean, never Um, heard that in my life. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. But there was that one comment and I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'm going to see if I can find it on Insta. Yeah. Which was the most random... Oh, it was an American, wasn't it? It was an American and they said... Oh, they Canadian called something. or something, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, it was Canadian, yeah. Um, I think it was, was vegan, it? whatever. I'm going to find it, hang on. You guys can keep talking. So yeah, if, if people were wondering why some of the audio sounded a bit different in episode four, it's because I actually... Oh, yes. Yeah. So that was the start of the stint where, unfortunately, due to my job, my job at the time, I wasn't able to make a lot of the recording sessions. So Jake wrote me out of the main bit for now. And luckily we were able to, on a separate day, record some lines for me to say in episode four. So that's why it might sound a bit different, like my audio, because we were in like a different room and there was only two of us. So the sound was a bit different. Yeah, we uh, sadly, because it was a simple case that um, life got in the way. Yeah. Like Josh said, he couldn't make it to the episode. So we played and we, as a group, were figuring out when he, Josh can come in and say something and blah, 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 knowing that in the future we can dub him in. But because of what was happening in the background with life, uh, Josh had to temporarily leave the show. And that's how... Some of our future episodes happened, but I, I think it was really good, actually. To be honest, as in it wasn't a negative thing. We worked it out, and it, I think it worked worked down very well. Yeah, I'm really grateful that um, you didn't just write me out and then just write me back in. There was thought behind it, and it from a story basis, you made it make sense. That's my job. Um, which you know I'm very grateful for because during that time when I couldn't record, I it, it was like it was a bit shit for me because. I wanted to record. I wanted to be with my friends. I wanted to continue making the podcast, and I didn't know when I was be able, when I would be able to come back. And unfortunately, things changed in my life again, where I was able to come back, and that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Did we find that comment? We did. Okay. Um. After, sorry. After the episode, after the episode aired, we put a poll on Instagram over. It wasn't so much a poll, more just a little chat. There was a poll, I think, on our story, and then we just um we had invited comments as well, and um. It was actually probably one of our most interacted interacted with posts. Yeah, 100%. Um, so we had a few people saying knock knock ginger. Um, we had some people saying ding dong ditch as well rather than ding dong dash. Never heard that. Yeah, ding no. dong ditch. We had knock knock zoom zoom. 
<laughs> yeah. That might be the PC version of Knock Knock Ginger. Yeah. And then the one that comment which came from um Vegan D and D, um that we all just was blew all of our minds was Nicky Nicky Nine Door. Yeah. Nicky Nicky Nine I've never heard that in my life. No. Um, no, and they said it sounds it, like you're trying to steal a door. Yeah, they said it was um, a Canadian. Okay, so, yeah. Nicky well, Nicky Nine Door is, is Canadian. Then we have more Ding Dong Dash, Ding Dong Ditch. Ding Dong Ditch actually seemed to be the most commented. Oh, um, okay. I think that they might be American and Canadian, Ding Dong Ditch. Yeah. We might bring this poll back up again after this um, episode is released. Just to, yeah, just to um, confirm. Yeah. Just to ask, where the hell are you guys from? And where do you get these weird phrases from? Because it's yeah, but, not, um, not ginger. But yeah, um, nobody uh, else commented that it was called Chappie. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, maybe we don't have any Scottish listeners. Uh, <laughs> apart from my mum. Hi, mum. <laughs> Does your mum listen? Probably not. She probably oh. doesn't know what a podcast is. Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> but she's our biggest fan. She has no idea what a podcast is, Aww. but she'll be our biggest fan. Um, but yeah, nobody else agreed with Chappie. Gutted. Yeah, Absolutely gutted. Still, still don't know, still don't never heard it. Only from yeah. you. Maybe the next poll should be is Chappie real? <laughs> <laughs> that could get really confusing yeah. because that's that Chappie. Not the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that episode ended with Sam leaving with Harmony backwards to Roly Poly to the Wild Ferns. And he didn't backwards Roly Poly the whole way. That would just be ridiculous. Very we like to think he did. Yeah, you can you can think that. <laughs> so let's move on to chapter five. Cold suspicions. Mossy, Martina, and Selena go to Cork, and we see Selena's hideout where she was hiding loads of art, which I found was really interesting because wasn't it you that said that you had loads of artwork uh, to begin with, and then we just literally improvised the yeah. rest with like Martina finding a portrait of herself as a young princess, and oh, that was all um, that was all on the spot, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the the princess uh, portrait on the on the wall, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. I wish there was more time to go back to the hideaway and find other bits and bobs because that was also when we, I just kept on failing at getting into my own chest as well, which was really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had um, we had just gone to. Outside the podcast, we had just gone to Centre Parks all together, and we went gun shooting. I turned to everyone and said, whoever wins this gets a free item in the podcast, and L1. So, oh, yeah. So, I won the gun shooting. What, what did I win? I thought it was the archery you won. It was the archery one. No. no, you won the art. No, I didn't win. No, I was, no, I didn't it, win the archery. It, it was Charlotte that won the I won, won some. The what was, maybe was it, was, it the clay, was it the clay shooting? Yeah, the clay shooting. It was the shooting, yeah. Yeah. I think you won that, but I think we were... So basically, there was different rounds of it, and I think oh, we were yeah. one specific rounds, yeah, yeah, one yeah. specific things. Yeah, so... And that was yeah. going to be the fine locking pick and the rope yeah. with... Yeah, the, the, the saviour from you falling from pits all the time. Yeah. And then Mossy destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was where that came about. And we were... Um, yeah, it was just like some little challenges that we were setting ourselves all while um, at Centre Parks. We did. We tried to do. Um, we tried to get some videos and things to put up on social media, but they just didn't come out very well. Which no, was a shame. my camera. Uh, that well, that was an old phone, and my camera kept on like jumping and destroying footage. It was awful. Like, I couldn't use it in the end. Maybe in the future we'll show a video of Sam trying to be, well, Josh trying to be an archer and failing miserably. <laughs> 
No comment. <laughs> to be fair, I think I did worse in the archery. <laughs> I loved the archery, and then I got told off for pulling on the bow too hard. Yeah. And that's when I started getting really shit at it, because I couldn't do it properly, because they didn't have a big enough bow. It was enjoyable. Definitely was enjoyable. I actually looked up buying my own bow at that point, and I was like, why? 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 I have why? nowhere to use this. I don't have a garden. No. <laughs> and you can't just do it in a random park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just target practice. <laughs> So, this was also the one where we first introduced Don Mio. Oh, yes. Uh, Idiot. Mm-hmm. And, at the end, Zelbane. Yes. Yes. The Lots first... of characters introduced in that episode. Mm. Very, la- very last minute. Only because I wanted to really get into those characters in the next episode, which we can go into now, actually. Did you know, because obviously I feel like Zelbane and Don Mio, uh, quite impactful story arcs. What about Idiot? So... Like, was that something you, someone you just threw in that we thought it was going to be fun, or was that someone you had planned to so have the, that I- big idiot, idiot and... Um, oh my God, I've forgotten his name. He was at the wedding. I forgot. Does it begin with a G? Greg? 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 Blonk! 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 Okay, yeah, Greg. Okay. Yeah, it begins yeah, with a Greg. <laughs> Also known as Greg. So, yeah, the two guys that uh, kidnapped you from Sloane's hideout was Blonk and Mm -hmm. Idiot. And when we did the Valentine's Day special, I wanted Blonk and Idiot to be in the tent with Don Mio. But I completely forgot about idiots. So when you uh, like, they're off to the they're off to the Rivers Peak uh, Mossy's home anyway uh, with Don Mio. So maybe if you guys get back there at one point in a future episode, maybe idiots will return. Maybe idiot just got lost. Yeah, probably. He probably went a complete opposite way. He just yeah, he, he, his his invite just he couldn't understand what it was saying. No, for some reason originally I thought. I'd call him Elliot, mm. but then Idiot came, came out. <laughs> I also have a question about that episode. Mm. What is the deal with the plague masks? Was there an actual like reason behind the fact they were plague masks? Or did you just think because they're that cool shape? Like... Originally, I was thinking of making them into like a thieves guild, and that was going to be like their... That was going to be like their their mark, their their yeah. symbol that they you, you know who they are because you see the plague masks and also because I already mentioned that Cork was this grungy, dirty place. I just imagine like a lot of people would have like warned them anyway, just generally getting about mm. the place. But I I just never brought it up at the time. But yeah, so that that's that's okay. No, it's just always interested me why there were plague masks. Yeah. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, let's move on to poor Denise. Oh, Denise. Before we go into poor Denise, was Michael cutting off that dwarf's hand quite a shock when you were recording that episode in episode five? <laughs> I know he wanted to do a distraction. Originally, I thought that if he had done well in his job, he would have become like employee of the month or someone's birthday would have happened and the cake would have come out or something like that. But then Michael just turned around and said, I'm just going to chop this dwarf's hand off. And instantly when he said that, I was like, I'm going to make him really guilty about this for the rest of the season. Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a shock to me because I kind of like, because Mossy, like, obviously he's a half orc, but like, because his whole like ethos is like he doesn't hurt people and he's like, you know, the friendly giant kind of type thing. So then literally just like clobber somebody's hand off somewhat intentionally kind of seemed a bit out of character. I asked him about this and he originally said because they were essentially kidnappers, mm. it was like a, like a, like a grey area when it but came Denise to Mossy. Wasn't. Well, you yeah. it, it was the base. Yeah. You, you guys were in the base of the kidnappers. So, you know, for all you knew, all these people were bad guys. It's like in future episodes when you guys go on a murder hobo spree, you already know these people were bad, so therefore, you know To be fair, they attacked us first. Just to clarify, we don't just randomly kill hobos. No 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 no. No, um, no, no, I know the saying. Yeah, the saying in D D world just, is murder hobo. Funny. Yep. It's just not what we do on the weekends normally. <laughs> but yes, so poor Denise. This is officially the end of the Dark Ages of the Yeti days. And this is when the new equipment was bought. On that day, I could only get uh, Michael and Elle together for the recordings. And we actually had to record Charlotte separately uh, on another day. But thankfully, because I wanted you guys to be split up, yes, it yeah. worked out. And I really enjoyed the scenes that happened between each of them, like Martina being very closed up, like not wanting to talk to Zell. So I was just like, okay, so I'm going to have to lead this then as Zell. But it made Zell, I think it made Zell a lot more powerful in the situation. That's that's how I got it anyway. Like, I can't really say because it was me. Yeah. <laughs> But doing the the same voices I do for all the females and the NPCs yeah. I do. Apart from the first episode, we're like, yes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that put me off completely. <laughs> um, that always makes me laugh when I heard the trailer and Charlotte thinking, is that how you think women sound? It's like, she yeah. does. <laughs> but yeah, and then we got to learn a bit more about Selena. I really like the fact that um, Elle, you keep Selena very, very well protected and guarded when it comes to her secrets and her revealing things. Like, yeah. I think out of everyone in the cast, I think you're the best at this. As in, you know that Selena's story is a slow burner and you, at the right times discover things when it's naturally mm -hmm. meant to happen i feel i, I worry that because i've always wanted her to be a bit of a mystery mm -hmm. um which is very yeah. much what you uh, very well achieved and it's difficult when you're it's a lot more difficult than i thought it was going to be because you want to like because obviously we uh, uh, jake and i've had quite a few discussions about selena and her backstory and, and things and it's like conversations that we've had privately not with anyone else so it's really difficult not to 
especially in the episodes where you're having one-on-one scenes like like this one to reveal everything mm-hmm. because you want to yeah. you need to have a conversation to make it like to make it make sense but then yeah. equally like to try and pull things back so i think there's definitely aspects of selena's story that we haven't revealed yet oh yeah definitely um, so i think that's going to be interesting moving forward i think i think selena actually has the deepest storyline compared to everyone else so far in our discussions We'll but I will but I will say this there are things that are going to affect your storyline that you are not prepared for. Ooh. Because there are things that I've been conjuring up. Yeah. Like I we've been having these discussions and then I walk away and go, right, what else can I do to add yeah. to that that will actually and I try to do that for, I'm trying to do that for everyone, but it's just the fact that at Centre Parks, going back to Centre Parks again, I asked the cast, where would you like to go to next? Would you like to go to the Wild Ferns or would you like to go to the Field of Territories, the Human Kingdom first? And because I already had set up like in certain areas around this map that I've drawn out of Bardane, like where certain things are going to happen to each character, it just happened to that like of, of because Charlotte decided to be a princess, I had to make her a princess of the Field yeah. of Territories and therefore for a lot of her stuff happened first but now that we're going into future areas we're going to see a lot more backstories of other people now as we go through them um question for you oh actually do you feel like when you first conjured up the character of selena and backstory and everything how much do you feel like it's developed and changed now since all the way back then Mm, it's interesting. I think her like overall motivations and things haven't changed. Like we haven't, we've kind of gone into it in the podcast as to why she left, like the Elven Kingdom and things like that. Um, yeah, we've teased. It yeah, slightly, we've kind of talked we? about it, but it's not made all the way back. And like that's things that's like literally conversations that Jake and I had way over a year ago. So those things I think are still standing true. We just haven't actually got into them yet. But in terms of other things and the sort of prime examples of that um, with other things that are being written in like um i think it was in it won't have aired yet but you came up with something in one of the specials in uh, the oh it will have aired now yeah at the um oh, the fields and ferns yeah the fields and the, ferns yeah, yeah. yeah the, um the and like, things that just helps to um build it upon it a little bit so i would say her overall story hasn't changed too much it's definitely grown like i had no idea that um so jake made up that well without telling me that like Don Mio was going to be like my kind of like, I guess like mentor type thing, boss mentor. So that coming into the episode was like completely unknown to me. And I was like, oh, I meant to know this person and I don't know anything about them. (laughs) But you played, you played her very cool, very calm. And I I loved that as well. Like I always imagine Slayna is this, she's very, she's very confident in what she she's good at like if she knows she's good at something she's just like yep i'm the best yeah even though she die like almost dies a lot <laughs> well you got you know like from level one to level yeah. three it's always survival mode mm-hmm. and that's when you start getting to have the fun sort of stuff like i'm gonna i'm gonna probably do in future seasons and stuff like that with new characters like they will start off at like a higher level so we don't get that because it's i think players are just too scared to push and do things if they know that they can easily break 
Yeah. So yeah, uh, and also um, we've so we talked about uh, Don Mio and um, him revealing that he's a half orc and disguise himself as a human, and that he was hired to kill Prince Tack, mm-hmm. the Prince of the Dwarfs, and Slaina didn't do it. She didn't do it. No. She, was it that Slane was too scared? I, I can't remember if that, that was revealed in the... And she said she didn't do it's, it. It's revealed later on, isn't it? Yeah, she didn't... I don't think it's that she was too scared to do it. I think that it kind of... Although she is a rogue, like, it went a bit too far for her moral compass, I think. Um, you were good at stealth, but not necessarily yeah. assassination at that yeah, time. Yeah, like, she was... Yeah, like, she, she's very young as well. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, when she like left home and things, she um she she was really young, and like she was yeah really stealthy, really sneaky, happy to steal and happy to you know undercut people and things like that. But that was the first time that she was actually you know charged to kill someone and assassinate them, and just yeah, which is interesting because then that means obviously at the start of our quest when we see her in episode one, she still never like kill assassinated anyone. She may have killed someone in defense, but not physical mm-hmm. assassination. Yeah, actually yeah. gone after someone with a yeah. purpose. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, it was Mossy and Quam introducing Quam. The only reason I introduced Quam into this is because when Mossy first left his village, he was all like bright-eyed and bushied and wanting to save the world and save people. And then throughout the first couple, so many episodes, he's starting to see this world as a lot more grey. But I wanted to keep his purity in some sort of way as well. So I gave him... The character Quim, Quam, however way you want to say it, as a way to show him that there is still good in the world. Like even in this organization that he's kind of like questioning at the moment, I wanted to give him someone that he can go, okay, I'm not sure about this guy, but he seems like he's going in the right direction. Even though Michael ended up playing like he was just suspicious all the mm. way through until he's proven otherwise. I still have no idea, genuinely, if his name is meant to be Quim or Quam. Quim, Quam, no one knows. Genuinely no clue. Yeah, tomato, tomato. So originally I named him Quam, but then Quam. I could... Uh, yeah, okay. he, he's meant to be Quam, because I have a friend at work who has the last name Quim, and I wanted to name him after the her, because uh, yeah. her last name is Quim. Uh, uh, Quam, uh, Quim. <laughs> oh, oh God, I can't, I can't concentrate. This is why I have no idea. Quim, Quam, I don't but, know. Quim, Quam. But that, he, that's his new but name. He, Quim, Quam. But he is, he is meant to be Quam. Quam. Uh, yeah. So, uh, chapter, chapter seven. Save me. So Selena and Don Mio bust everyone out, and then yeah, they have the big fight. And then you went to the manor, and you find the bag of holding and the chess piece, um, which you haven't used yet. No. But we didn't have the word to activate it for ah, quite a long time. We do true. now, but we, we didn't do. have the word. Yes. And the note saying save me on yeah. it. Uh, I think that was, yeah, it was it was a fine episode, I think. It was a very combat heavy episode. Mm. I personally don't really like combat that much, especially when it comes to podcasts and listening to a story. I find it that it can be very fun, but I think that it, it, if it's just continuously fighting over and over and over again, like most people do i just i just find it boring to listen to i agree i lose track of where things are yes. and where people are and which one's which and who's got what although one of my favorite thing about this episode actually is the fact that you said a halibut and now yes. that's become a thing <laughs> yes i know and it's like and the third one is holding a halibut <laughs> Fish? That's why in future episodes I had to make it that it's an official weapon of the field of territories, a halibut. 
It's still one of my favorite uh, moments. Because all you just picture is uh, all I pictured was like these soldiers doing like these weird poses with like their nunchuck or what swords and stuff. And there's one guy with a floppy fish, just like hello. But yeah, literally, that was my favorite. That was one of my favorite, like, um, just sort of like I just um, flubber of words type things. Yeah, it was just that. Yeah, he's got a halibut. So we just that was made... that was my downfall, yeah. and it kept Tom going down after that. <laughs> but yeah, like we just like lock. I I think I locked eyes with Charlotte, and we were just like a fish. <laughs> 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 now that I think about it, now. I just imagine it rather being a live fish. It's like a um, it's like a club that's made out of bronze yeah. or something like that, and they use it like a bat, but it's just shaped like a fish. That's how I imagine it. To... <laughs> no, I just imagine no. a dead fish around. You just smack him across the face. <laughs> like, ah! They're all with their weapons, and one guy's just holding a no. fish. <laughs> right. So next up is our Christmas special. Yay. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I really liked the Christmas special. I like the Christmas special with um, Saint Penance, the demon, and the the fairy trials, which I tried to not make like the Philosopher's Stone, but ended up being like the Philosopher's yeah. Stone. <laughs> As being, Charlotte being, pointed out, being yeah. accused of stealing from Harry Potter, even though everything from Harry Potter is stolen. <laughs> so, <laughs> also shout out to uh, Realms of Roleplaying who won our competition. Oh, yes. named the fairies. Yes, they named the fairies, and yes, I thought, thank you so much, Skylar. I thought it was going to be that they would name them after themselves, not actually name them, name them. I think they did a very good job at naming them. Oh yeah, I think it wasn't. It was. It, we just assumed that, like, you know, if I if I one that I probably would name one like Josh or Charlotte, but then it's gonna like, yeah. Whether or not you name them after people you know, or just name the characters, I, I think it's great. I, I, I personally, if I won the competition, would have just named one of them after me, and then two other people I know. Yeah, I I think it really showed uh, their creativity, especially since they are D and D players as well. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, I really liked. Um, I liked um, Saint Penance changing his voice after the whole. Um, oh, would you like a? Do you need a lozenge? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was brilliant. But as... these are just the little things that aren't planned. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, I love those. Little Especially moments. when, like, you know, Mossy was sitting on top of Charlotte, and then all yeah, of a sudden, that that out of nowhere. Yeah, we're yeah. all trying to help, and we all just fall on top of each other. Um, I think that sort of like natural improvisation is just brilliant. Yeah. What the hell is happening here? It's like, <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. I don't know why I'm doing hand gestures. No one knows. I think that was one of the first episodes where I got to have a lot of fun doing my voices because mm-hmm. uh, not uh, there's probably people out there that don't realise that um, all of my little voices that I do is actually me. It's not uh, generated or anything like that. It's actually me attempting to do accents and failing miserably. Quite often, it's quite, quite funny. We have to re-record quite a lot of yeah. the, yes. the speeches, don't yes. we? Yes, yeah. yes. Questionable accents. Questionable accents. That's all you're getting from me. That's all I'm good for. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. We love it. But yeah, I liked. Um, I liked the fact that it was just a, like this fun little thing we did before Christmas. So the um, I I remember we uh, we I chatted to Jake about this. So when one of our um sort of homebrew quests uh, home play quests we'd done previously a christmas special and the ending was that we had to gather bells and play the song and play a song and that was really fun i was like jake is there any way we can do it in our podcast as well yeah i had it that they went to very similar to the episode they went to this christmas-esque world in the fae and uh, land of the fairies 
and um, they the only way to get from room to room, there was no doors, there were just these bells that they found, and if they went to a fireplace, they could ring it, and this portal would appear, and then they were just jumping from room to room, doing side quests, picking up things, and stuff like that, to finally beat... Well, it was Krampus at the time. It was Krampus, yeah. It was Krampus. It wasn't um, St. Penance. St. Penance was a very last-minute decision with a conversation with Josh. I was talking about the demon that I wanted to be a Santa-esque character, and I was saying, like, he... And I was just describing to you, wasn't I, that um, he was um, a demon from the seven layers of hell, and he went to the Fae, and then the, the Winter Fairy King said that he had to penance for his crimes and that's where saint penance came from yeah yeah just outside my house (laughs) exactly yeah and like with all of our episodes right at the end obviously we've got little snippets of what we say just after the recording and the christmas special has to be one of my favorite ones with um l being like it's very hard to do (laughs) i had two bells i was the only person who had two bells Oh, the amount of takes it took us to try and nail that bloody song. To be fair, the very first one that we did on the recording was actually the one on the recording, I think. Yes, it was, yeah. However, we then tried to record some more just for, like, social media. And could we do it? Nope. Nope, Nope, couldn't do it. (laughs) There was always one of us that was like, oh, it's me. And then you moved on to other songs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then there was other songs on the little song sheet. And yeah, so so the actual one in the episode was was legit, but... Everything else, all the ones on social media were not, and we just kept on messing it up. Okay, um, as we're starting to run out of time, I'm just going to literally do three chapters at the same time. Just because we're, we, right now, recording this, are running out of time, because uh, we've been going on for a while. So, chapter 8, chapter 9, chapter 10. So, that is Splash the Cash. We do the shopping episode. Mossy gets his new sword. Madam Moore is introduced. Mm. Then you've got chapter 9, which is Into the Wild Ferns. Sam explains what happened to him. Yeah. And then, again, chapter 10, Dark Secrets, the second part of Into the Wild Fern. So, also our first special guest as well. Yes. In 9 and 10 with Karis yes. playing Rowan. Woo! So let's uh, briefly talk about Splash of Cash first. So... Originally, this episode wasn't going to happen. It was more the fact that people wanted to know more about Cork. And I was just like, oh shit, I was going to have it that you guys literally left at the beginning of this episode. But then I thought, oh, okay, I've given you guys loads of money. Let's let's just have a relaxed episode and just have some fun with you guys, like meeting characters and generally stuff like that. And also, it was was a good way to introduce Sam back into the group on his his eagle. A lot of people don't know this, but Into the Wild first and Dark Secrets were recorded before Splash the Cash, so we had already previously recorded it, but then we wanted to make sense of why Sam has returns now, and that's why we did the whole, they're at the campfires, and he's just explaining it, and that's the episode. Yeah, it was to make the episodes fit smoother in the story, instead yeah. of just like after like the Christmas special, all of a sudden it's what happened with Sam? It's like, no, let's make it make a bit more sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which I thought... I think it worked well. I did. Yeah. So, is, any, anything about Special Cash before we oh, go I just on think to... it's just funny, like, you know, you, you, what you were saying earlier was like, you gave us loads of money so that we could spend it and then none of us want to spend money. So we just try and do absolutely everything we can not to spend money. I had one copper. 
wouldn't share the money. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, by that stage, we'd known you for like three episodes. No, that's very true, yeah. actually. And I wish I didn't fail my first fucking throw. Mm. I wanted it to be this grand entrance. And no, I just bloody miss because I rolled <laughs> shit. But yeah, but I will say right now, Selena will never willingly part with cash throughout this entire series it's not going to be something she's doing items but not cash yeah <laughs> items she's all right with but cash itself i don't know it's just there seems to be like an inherent thing in her she's not going to just give away money but like yeah items i'm not gonna lie i really enjoyed playing madam more yeah <laughs> um that was that was inspired actually by my nan because, oh, really? Yeah, because when Does I she run a brothel. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Joking>. no. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I used to stay around my nan and my granddad's more than anyone else. And my nan used to make us watch Eastenders almost every evening. So I got to hear like the ridiculousness of what. If people are not list, uh, listening in the UK and don't know what Eastenders is, imagine like soaps and stuff like that. Imagine like the really soap operas, American soap, soap operas, operas, like shit TV, basically over the top drama with yeah. normally questionable acting in certain scenes. Yes, and yeah. And so, Madame Moore was inspired by characters from from this show and it was sort of like a homage to my time with my nan and so i i, and I love playing um madame moore i thought she was brilliant <laughs> i'm glad we got to see her again yeah yeah, yeah. i'm glad i'm very glad we got to see her again so into the wild ferns sam's episode you get to meet rowan our first ever guest yep. uh we go to the gnome village you find out about the the mold that's taking over the wild ferns the mold the mold and the fact that you almost got broken by the um the hospital the... oh god yeah <laughs> Car- I I love Karis so much but I, I I've said this to every guest who's ever been on the show so far like you guys can do whatever the hell you want and I will make it make sense. She was the biggest challenge. Our first <laughs> one was our biggest challenge. Like, And then Ula suddenly appearing. One of my favourite NPCs. I, I love Ula so much. And I definitely want to bring Ula back. But that was completely off the dome. Like The voice was made up literally in this chair that I'm seeing in right yep. now. Just straight off like... Ula! Ula! Oh! <laughs> and then, and um, yeah, I... I I think it it made the episode better because of what uh, Karis want, oh, wants to do. Yeah, hundred percent. And it was a I think it was a lot of fun. We also got to hear more about Sam's backstory and like his village being a well his uh, tribe being attacked by orcs and uh, him running away from the situation and blah blah blah. I think that was really cool to find out. Um, also, you got to go to the entrance of the cave trials where you found all the names. And one of them, uh, the names that was on there, was Selena. That was crossed out. A thing that you said, oh, I'm going to talk to Elle about that. Never happened. Oh, yeah, shit. Never <laughs> No, I, oh, oh, whatever. Um, but yeah, I would, that was a moment where I was generally shocked. I generally, like, as, as Josh, I was like, uh. In the, rec- in the recording, it took him a good five to ten minutes before he started recording again, which I had to cut out <laughs> because he just didn't know what to do or say. It was, it was. 
a bit like when you were thrown with Dolmio. Don Mio. Thank you. Um, Don Mio, I was thrown by that. And I was mm. like, oh, shit, what do I do with this information? But I can't talk to anyone about it because none of you are here. So um, that is something that Jake and I had discussed back at the start. So, wow. like, yeah, that, that, that was one of the threads yeah. that, that we've had since day one. I feel like I need to bring it up at some point in the actual podcast. I feel like you did at one point. I think I, you did I thought once, I did. But then I, it was in the middle of like a obscene and I just kind of brushed it off and it never came back. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to lie. I really want Selena and Sam to talk more mm-hmm. because I think it's the, at the, I think it's the last relationship connection that hasn't really happened yet. I think, I think because of the fact that you guys came from a very similar background but went in very different directions in the end. Mm-hmm. I think with Sam's more knowledge of the Wild Ferns and... Um, Selena, especially the skill that I've given to mm-hmm. you in the future, the memory share one, yeah. I really think that we can really get into like having this connection with each other because I think I think it's going to there needs to be a re- there needs to be a reason to break down the barrier. I think for that one, um, Selena still has a lot of ooh, ill feeling towards elves. yes. Even though she's a half elf, there's a lot of elf feeling there, and I think she holds that resentment against Sam. Yeah, um, quite a lot. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. I love you. I love you too. But I, again, that's yeah. really good character development and story. Yeah. So. so yeah. So chapter ten, dark secrets. You guys fight the hobgoblin, which you thought was a orc, but yeah. actually end up being a hobgoblin instead. So that that revelation of it, it wasn't actually orcs that attacked your tribe. The reason I did this is because obviously Mossy is a half orc, and I didn't want you to have resentment against Mossy. Yeah. So and I wanted you to you know build a relationship with him. So I decided like, oh okay, so uh, hobgoblins look very very similar similar to orcs um, within the D&D world. It's just their skin is a different colour and as it, the attack happened at night and it was, you, you mentioned flames and things like that, I thought, oh, maybe you thought that the, 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 the firelight against the goblins, uh, an orc's skin made him look red rather than green. So I was just like, oh, there we go. The hobgoblins yeah. have red skin. So therefore, I thought that made sense. No, it definitely did make sense. I think the biggest regret I have is not actually pushing more against that orc hatred towards Michael, or Mossy, sorry, not, not Michael, uh, towards Mossy in the earlier episodes. And then... You know, I think it would have been better as a character for me and like for when coming back to then be a bit nicer to him. Yeah. Uh, after that fight, you find uh, Kalel, which is the hooded figure from the first episode that was at the bar that um, wanted to get Selena to steal the contract of mm. uh, the Frozen Postman. Oh, yeah. Not a good guy. Not a good no, guy. No, no, no. He was actually a servant of the elders. I still have the contract to the Frozen You still have the... You still have that? <laughs> We've got a tavern. Um, you, we then move on to... Oh, no, no, sorry. We, you let him go, which I remember looking at you in the recording going, you're letting this guy go through my eyes. Yeah, well, you were shocked that A, that I asked Harmony to stab him and then that I let him go. Yeah, that you let him go. And I, and I said to you, I think we had a break, didn't we, we after did. that? And uh, outside, I was just like, dude, you just let loose... 
a dangerous NPC for me to play with. Yeah. Which is definitely still going to come up in the future. But I think because Sam's not bloodthirsty. Like, you know, obviously he has killed and blah, 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 blah. But, like, he's not a horrible person. He's not a murder. He's not, like, just a brutal murderer. Mm -hmm. So I think he had morals. And I think he wanted to be better than those who have killed his tribe. So I think that's why he let him go. So then we have the eagle puzzle, which in the recording time actually lasted like oh, it felt like an eternity. <laughs> I just I didn't get it. It went. I it went on. It, moment. It I was, was like, "What's going on? It was Where li- are we?" It was literally about twenty minutes. <laughs> it took them to re- so they walked around the pit with the room oh room goodness. in the middle of it. I didn't it. realize. They, this. Oh my god! Like it took so long. Because I've only just long. heard the cut. I haven't heard any. They, of the they were so like... scared of entering this wooden. <laughs> chamber over this pit <laughs> thing and then and then when they got in there they got even more paranoid when they said there was nothing in there and then i was like oh there's this bar with strap with leather straps across it it looks like it's well worn and stuff like that and they're like i don't understand what's going on yeah i sent barney up there to try and pull it oh something. god yes you tried to make barney pull the room up and i was just like and then i, I just came out and just went I gave you a whistle 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Fucking use it. And they were like, oh, okay. And then, and uh, oh my God. So when Josh laughed in that episode that I kept in, it was because the fact that they've taken so long just to figure this out. This really I was, I was like, oh, Jesus. Okay, so yeah, that, that goes on. You guys go up to the great tree and you go up to the top of it. So the tree is still like sort of unknown territory itself. But yeah, you go up to the top of it, you meet the, the two goblins, which I've, I loved doing the, the voices of the goblins. I hate the fact that they died. Then you find the cure for the, uh, the, the mold, and you also meet the elders with yeah, the scary, really scary creepy. voices. That was actually creepy when doing it. Yeah, I just went full on, just like, whatever voices I can do at the time, I'll give it a go. And then they came out, and I was just like, okay, yeah, these are the elders. All 11 of them, even though there's meant to be 12. Yes, which I didn't realise until afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) And then you find out about um, a prophecy that was made that Nalaseer would bring evil back to the world. And um, that's only part of the prophecy, by the way. It's not the full thing. Like, I didn't want you to find out everything uh, from there. But then they tried to kill you. Harmony then saved you. And then she sacrificed herself to get Sam and Rowan out of there. It was generally a very sad emotional moment. It is, but equally, Harmony is my character from another quest, and oh, all I'm going to say right now is she would not fucking sacrifice herself for anybody. I'm going to... I'm, I'm gonna, so the reason why I did this is because I imagined that the heroes were very much higher levels than all of you guys, and all I was thinking was... If you guys persuaded Harmony to stay with you, she would have solved everything for you. And that wouldn't have been fun. So I needed a way to get her out of it and then for her to return later Mm -hmm. when you guys are the same level as her and the other heroes. That's why with the latest spire, when you found, when you went into the second spire, you found the gemstone with the hero soul inside of it instead of actually finding the yeah. hero. Because I'm trying to delay it as much as possible until it's time for them to join you and mm-hmm. join you, join you. 
But yeah, so yeah, that happened. Very sad, very sad. Okay, next up is the Valentine's Day special. Hey! Everybody's favourite episode, I think. Love, love that episode. So yes, the Valentine's Day episode. Everyone's favourite episode where I just let everyone do whatever the hell they wanted. (laughs) I I love the fact the reaction to the cherub, the baby with the nappy and the wings, was really sort of like, what the hell is this? You seemed really freaked out by your life. There's a baby. <laughs> I actually generally like coughed through that trying to do the. And <laughs> 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 oh, no, yeah, that actually hurt my throat for a while. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus Christ, how am I, how am I going to do the rest of this episode? But <laughs> yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the episode. I wanted the wedding episode, yeah. and I wanted, I, I, I just thought like from the because Don Mio and Madame Moore were journeying with the half-orcs to uh, Rivers Peak, uh, Mossy's village, that there should be something, something should happen mm-hmm. to them, and I thought a wedding would be fun. Uh, especially as we've, recent, uh, the last couple of years, we've gone to many weddings. There's been lots of weddings. There's been lots yeah. of weddings so for us, because we're all at that age, where lots and lots of weddings, except for my own. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One day, Jake. One day. Ah, uh, doubt it. Will you take Gael? You'll <laughs> <laughs> marry the podcast. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, am. I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I with the uh, the the cherub, the the the, uh, the invitation itself. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, introduction thanks for the non-invite. <laughs> I, I just thought to myself. It was funny. It was. I funny. just thought to myself, like Don Mio knew Selena, but barely knew any of you guys. Yeah. Like, didn't even really meet Sam properly. No, he was. He just re- he just and... remembered that you had an owl. Yeah. And so I just thought, like, what would he actually say? Like, oh, yeah, Martina's the one with uh, the resting bitch face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. The, the green guy and the the owl. <laughs> I just, and I thought that would be funny. And I, I and Arizon, I thought, Ari- was, yeah. just, uh, was just Loved Arizon. stupid fun. Needs to come back, Arizon. Yes. He wasn't even thing. in it. No, they just talked about he's, it. Yeah. yeah, he just talked about it. He wasn't actually in it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll meet Arizon one day. Yeah, we'll maybe. Yeah. Want, some good plates and cups. But yeah, we talked about that. was just one of my favorite moments was then we were recording that and then my Amazon delivery arrived. That yeah. was, that, yeah, that was perfect <laughs> timing. Not time that anybody. That was insane. So it's just one of those things like, so I think um, like that, that I knew it was coming because on my phone it was going to be delivered at some point. So I think I'd said before the start of the episode I'm gonna have an Amazon arriving at some point during this so just so you're aware because most of the time not all the time but most of the time we record the podcast at my house yes I'd say like yeah like 90% of our episodes are, are recorded there and um like so I knew it was gonna come and then obviously the timing was great and uh then in fact it was a gingerbread house in february when the episode aired but it was in the run-up to christmas when we recorded yes it. Yeah, we it was re- in december the first week of december yeah. we recorded we recorded the christmas special and then it went straight on to recording the valentine's day special straight afterwards and that's why that so that's why there was the gingerbread house but i think it's also fun to so we always have interruptions in the podcast when we record at my house because i've got two of the most annoying cats in the world (laughs) and one of them in particular is always around us and he just jumps on the table every recording so what you don't hear is me literally probably about three times of recording having to walk him out of the kitchen where we record or feed him or get him out the ruddy cat flap you would have seen this cat on social media with one of our latest posts 
Yes, you will. Oh, yes, 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 yes with Martin. With yes. Martin. Yes. I I loved the improvisation. I loved the fact that I, we split you guys up to meet different people, and the fact that the situ uh, the same situation happens to both of you with the um with the champagne that you got from Donna Kebab. Yeah. And, oh, the names. Uh, yeah, the names. the names. I I had to. I it had to. It was it was fun making up names with Don in uh, yeah. with him. And um, yeah, <laughs> donkey. Do, do, donut and donkey. Uh, I, I I wanted it to be a love potion esque thing. I thought it'd be funny to do that. I find it funny that it was the two. It was Michael and Charlotte that that got the blow, and you two were safe up <laughs> yeah. until a point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> up until my twisted brain. <laughs> but that was yes. actually chaotically brilliant. Like just when you said that, I was like. Fuck. <laughs> and then it happened. And then it was one of those things where it's like, I could either be shit at it or just go for it. Oh, you went yeah. for it. Like, I think it was one of the best things you've ever improvised. Yeah. Especially when Charlotte tried to, like, talk to my character. And yeah. I was like, no, no, no. No. What we should say is, Michael tried to sabotage us That's when true. we were playing this episode. Ma- Michael, Michael very much likes to... Um, He's very he's very engrossed in the story that I'm trying to make, hence why he can reference each episode and each like person's line yeah, like he knows more than more, anyone else. Yeah. So probably more than me, to be honest, when it comes to the actual episodes. Mm-hmm. He knows so much. Like he's got such good knowledge. And um he he thought that it would stop the progress of the episode if they made Sam drink the potion as well so he was trying to find spells and stuff like that but then he realized that he couldn't actually do it so he had to refer back to it and then the chaos ensued yeah. but it, it i think it was brilliant it was i think the really chaos funny. i think the chaos was brilliant and um, michael agrees as well he actually you yeah. know it, it made the episode so much better and so much fun uh, so much more funny. yeah in that moment in that like moment from like being Affected by the love potion to having Donna Kebab lick cake off my face. <laughs> yep, that <laughs> yeah. was brilliant. And being drunk, like I really enjoyed I just that love moment. It cause, like, because Jake's face, he had no idea. And we were like, obviously, they've got to realize why they fall in love in the first place. And it's like, what does Donna Kebab love? I'm just so <laughs> glad that you guys found her in front of a cake first. <laughs> if, if, if I hadn't have said that. At the beginning of that episode, I would have been fucked. <laughs> I, I would still be there now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you'd be you'd be married. You'd be a love yeah. slave somewhere. Yeah. And I just love how it broke you. Oh yeah, well. especially, especially when I was like, "Remember how much you like I, cake." I, I I know when an episode is going to do well out there in in um, podcast world, if the if you guys break me. Yeah. <laughs> like um, a later on episode, a one wax later when I was broken, then I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna go well because the fact that that happened. Like if you break me, it's gonna do well. I liked how you guys figured out that you need to make Don and Madame fight each other. It's the way they fell in love because I said that at the beginning of the episode, and it's Charlotte getting the bouquet and then throwing it to Sam. <laughs> yeah. and like, you walk. Some- you you walk, you walking off into the distance no, with no, uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Valentine's Day special is canon. No, I know, but I did walk into the sunset with her. That's what everyone wanted. I ran away. <laughs> we wanted it so much. <laughs> You're never gonna have it. But yeah, because we were just recording and like 
I think I, I just want some. I was recording on, and then I, I think you can hear it on the podcast where it just the moment comes in my head. I'm like yeah. force feeding them the potion, and it was just like, and it literally just popped in, and I was like, I've yeah. got to put this in. We've got to, yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. We need to do it, and I'm so happy everyone went with it. Yeah, like yeah. Even though it took Michael a little time to come around to, yeah. Yeah, I I think with moments like that, it's just it's just so fun. And you, you just have to go with it. Because if you're reluctant, then it just doesn't sound as good. Mm, I've always... Because um, if I started going like, oh, I'm under love, yay. Yeah. Like, it would have been shit. I think um, one of the... I, I, I did like one or two like improv comedy classes when I was younger. And like the very first class, there was like the one rule of improv comedy is that you just have to say yes. If someone does yes, something, and. you just do it. Yes. You yes, just, and. Yeah, yeah. And you just do it. Like you know, isn't an isn't because that just stops it dead, and you can't stop coming. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like you've just got to got to go with whatever comes. Yeah. Right. So we are we're halfway through talking about these episodes, and we're with the time we have right now, we're not going to get through the, the the next half. So what we'll do is that we'll do another episode like this again. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy actually talking about the episodes, and like I think I think it's a good refresher for us as well for the future. Like, um... yeah, Charlotte should really be here. <laughs> <laughs> as we said, Michael has encyclopedic knowledge. Charlotte, yeah. zero knowledge. Charlotte, if you've made it this far into the episode, give us yet another message <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, so let's let's leave it at that, shall we? So um, thank you everyone for listening to us rant about ourselves yes <laughs> true and um we will do a part two to this and because we've got another two specials the death of bumpkin hall yes. which yes. would be out by now and we have episode 11 to 20 so yeah thank you for joining us and we will see you next, next time, time in, in- our chats. Our chats. <laughs> <laughs> we just let you do it. Nobody else we did just it. let you do no it. No one did it. No, I know. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was uh, like, are we saying our quest? Our chat? Our quest? Well, we said our chat at the beginning. No, yeah, know. yeah. Uh, I realised after you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh.